Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. Felsafa means philosophy. But Felis- Wait, can you re- repeat Felsafa. That? Okay. In, in which Arabic, language? Arabic? I Arabic. thought it was Chinese, my bad. No, in Arabic. Okay. Means philosophy. Felisufa means someone who is philosophical. Okay. But that word is overused for anyone who speaks back or gives explanation or like is a smartass, basically. Yeah. Like what an American would call a smartass, an Arab parent would call a felisuf. Mm. And I was called that a lot. And because I'm always talking, people used to think that I like, you know, it kind of lost validity to a little extent because it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, she's always bit of felsuf. She's always just talking shit, you know, she's always... <laughs> But a lot of what I interesting said for me sense. to hear this. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not in your in-in group. Uh, so I am never seeing you. I'm not so much like that. Yeah. I, okay. You're not like that anymore. Uh, I learned that my thoughts are valuable to myself first. Yeah. My thoughts are not valuable because of validation from other people. I haven't learned that yet. It's important. <laughs> you know, actually, I have through writing. I I I think writing is like magical because it's just me and the paper. So maybe I'm catching up. Yeah, self-validation. It's awesome. But that that is unfortunate. So a bullshitter is the same as a. It's the same word as a philosopher in your language. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. So you got to, I guess, take the negative with the positive. Because it's also not part of the culture to speak against anything. Conformity is very much expected. So it's part of the nature of the culture to just kind of go with what everyone's doing. Like being rebellious is very, especially me. That's kind of trigger head too. So, mm. what do you know. mean by that? It's like trying to get on people's nerves sometimes just for the fun of it. Yeah. Because I could. But that is a trait of highly intelligent people because sometimes you don't know the space until you know the boundaries. And when people are annoyed, they're showing you what the boundaries are. Or yeah, I like to test boundaries. I like to, even though it wasn't in my like favor too, I wouldn't have gained anything from it. But I like to learn it. I was like, okay, so how are you going to react to this? You know, yeah. What are you going to do right now? What are you going to say to me? <laughs> especially teachers, um, uh. especially because like in school, like I think that's why I, you know, and if if I lived in America, I'd probably be diagnosed with ADHD. But yeah, in school, when I got to like point in middle school, basically, that's what it got to. You know, I'd be. But they could never say anything against me. You know, it would be like go to the principal's office. But then I didn't say anything disrespectful. I didn't cuss anyone out. I didn't do anything like to hurt anyone. I was just, I was just playing games with questions and yeah. words because <laughs> I was bored. I was just not stimulated enough. Yeah, that's that is. I mean, that sounds very normal to me. Um. But isn't that crazy that you can get in trouble for asking questions? That's like one of the funniest things to me about life. Ego is a very much a thing. You have to understand that. And once you understand that, you can understand why people would get offended. I don't understand that. Maybe because you don't feel that way. You cannot empathize or, or put yourself in that situation. But it's very much a reality. Parents. Yeah. Dealing with your parents. Hmm. That's, I think, the, the the most solid form of ego. Like, as much as you can fight it, or for me personally, there's, there's a certain extent that I just can't deflate my... I have to deflate mine so theirs can fit. Mm. With other people, it's easier to test their boundaries. 
but there is also always you have to test you have to adjust for their ego so before i used to test it for fun but now i just don't put the energy into it like even when it does serve me something i know how to avoid it i think i've gotten to that point where i just don't want to push any of these buttons anymore yeah because i don't want anyone to push (laughs) (laughs) wise move yeah if you're flying under the radar it's not as fun though you know it was way more exciting i sometimes want to go back to that person but i'm like i'm gonna hurt a lot of people in that process (laughs) trust me i know i know what you mean i know what you mean i mean here's my opinion and this is this is partly from hip-hop partly from just regular speech partly from everything anytime you have an honest person you have an offensive person Somebody doesn't want to see... I don't agree because I've met a lot of people that have the ability to put what they want or need aside very genuinely. People who are very extremely passive. Maybe for you or me, people who do have an opinion, people who do feel like they have a stance to hold. Yeah. Which is a bit of entitlement, but I think it's a healthy amount of entitlement. entitlement is a negative connotation to put it in but honestly it is if someone's fueled you at some point in your life and has told you that your opinion is valuable or what you do is valuable or remarkable or at least will make an effect on someone's life people who are born or raised to be passive don't have that same view of themselves they don't so it's very easier natural for them to suppress it but for us, we were expressing, or like for me, I was expressing more than I needed to probably <laughs> of myself. Yeah. But I was just doing it because I could, because I knew how to. Yeah. Because I've exercised it. Mm-hmm. I've exercised my creativity. Even because I, like when, you, when you're saying this podcast or boring or whatever, your conversation is. To a lot is, of people. To me, it's to the a, dopest thing in the universe. But part of your conversation is your creativity. Part of the language yeah. you use, the metaphors you use. What word am I going to say next? Why am I saying the sentence exactly in the in the order I'm using it in, or right. the, I am saying it in? Why did I just say using instead of saying, and then corrected myself because mm-hmm. I wanted to correct myself? Yeah. All of it, all of it. It's it's it is an art and it's a creativity. Where am I going to take this conversation to? Why you chose specific people that are more creative with their words to be in your podcast than others? <laughs> no, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Not okay. No. But in either there, case, yeah. In in either case, yes, there are many no, opportunities okay. for expression. No, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Expression and yeah. exercising your expression. Yeah. No, I agree having with the that. space to exercise your expression is part of entitlement. It is, but there's also a cause and effect worth recognizing, which is that even if you are that, that basically the species needs creativity too. It doesn't have to be you. But it could, but it does need like to be they somebody. Need to be them. Some yeah. people feel like they need to do that. Some people feel like they have that drive, and other people don't. Yeah. And some people do have that drive in a very like literal sense, but not in a social sense. They don't feel like they need to contribute to their community, or they yeah. don't feel like they need to stop someone in conversation or take a conversation to a specific space in a social setting. But they are very much active in in a goal or a passion that is communicating to the society to larger society in some form or sense yeah that's i mean 
I strongly agree with that. That's what I'm trying to do. If I can just burrow into a hole and <laughs> broadcast out without ever, you know, talking to anyone, it's a you know, a few people maybe invite some people in. But uh But that, how will you know what to speak about if you or how will you have material Twitter if you're not living through the life? Okay. Just check Twitter, you know. I'm I'm honestly very, very I haven't caught up with that language. I've tried no, to catch I, I'm up not, with I'm that. actually not on Twitter. I should make that clear. Um, uh, in general, the digital media language yeah. doesn't make sense to me. I don't feel like I absorb much from it. I can't catch up with memes or anything like that. It doesn't make me feel like I'm less. It just makes me feel like I haven't grasped that language. I haven't become proficient in it. How do you use it? Yeah. I just haven't. Part of it is just keeping my phone on me is being proficient in, in it. Having that habit of keeping my phone charging on me is part of its proficiency, part of the proficiency of that language, part of developing into that social space. Yeah. Or that digital social, social digital space. Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> well, I, I think that uh, the internet language is not really all that interesting right now. But I think the internet will become... Isn't the only thing that's going right now? It is, but I mean... what. I, it's not good at what language needs to be good at, which is transmitting ideas with minimal error. It's so good at transmitting, but there's so much error that it's not that interesting. How do you filter error then? The culture, I think, has to change around it. We, there's basically, if you if you have um, a world that has massively, uh, that has a, a tremendous amount of sources of information, then there has to be an equal amount of skill and filtering through sources. Basically, you have, to, you have to have a world, the world that is ready for the internet as a communication tool is a world where most people are really strong critical thinkers already. And that's not the current world. I think, you know. So you're saying it's just too much at the grass of people who don't think critically. Yeah, but I think over time, the internet is a reason for people to learn to it's also a to resource. value it. You know, you have to you have to understand that it's a resource that people have come out of that state because of the internet. Also, they have, yeah, and perhaps the reason why those people, perhaps those people, do have the proper internet culture. Maybe that's why they were able to make use of it. But you just you you just said that there's a lot of misuse and a lot of not so much ignorance, but so and so ignorance based in internet culture right now yeah well, so both, obviously not everyone who is ex has access to the internet has the proper so-and-so internet yeah. culture but who define who def that's the thing because the internet is so broad who defines the internet culture it's kind of like the problem of like cryptocurrency it's like who, mm. who's holding this it's it's literally just a cloud on the internet yeah who's controlling this same thing with the internet everything is, but that's the thing that's that's kind of beautiful and challenging about the internet is Everyone who has access to it has an outlet to it, is a creator. Yeah. Everyone, like before, we were all creators in, in some small sense, but now everyone has the accessibility to reach a larger crowd. But that's also, I think, more decaying to society because of the, you know, like the, the promise of possibility and so on and so on. Yeah. And meritocracy. Oh yeah, a thousand followers in LA and a million followers in LA. And, oh, I can do this, and people believing that they can do these things and basing them li their lives on something that is so fast-paced. Cancel culture. 
Yeah. I'm hoping I get canceled sometime soon so I can just be famous for being canceled. I mean, wouldn't you have to be famous to an extent before? No, exactly. Get Getting canceled is the signal that you're famous enough to be canceled. <laughs> that enough people know of you to where they actually want to do something instead of just ignoring you. <laughs> They've actually mourned your social capital death. Well, here's a thing. I think anyone. I think anyone who, uh, like any uh, philosophically-minded person who speaks on the internet will eventually be canceled on any modern topic because it's just, there's no, the internet doesn't seem to be an audience for um, that type of thinking. But isn't the, the point of the internet is that you have the entire audience? you have whatever possible potential audience you do because the internet first started off as like chat rooms basically mm. and that connected a lot of people people that didn't find each other before the internet mm-hmm. or the mask of the internet the anonymity gave them a chance to express themselves in a certain way mm-hmm. so how can we say that some people are worthy of being on the internet and some are not do we have that right? Well, no, we don't have that right. No, no, no. And 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 then, what is the point of the internet if not to be a bank? Hmm. Well, if there is a, a massive amount of error in sending and receiving signals, then. But that's also natural in human contact and human communication. Yeah, it is. The internet is just a platform doesn't create its content by itself it doesn't no 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 no. and just as many misunderstandings there will be when people talk to each other in person as they interact and as they have and develop their interactions in over the years of human civilization so will the civilization of internet yeah eventually yeah and and i think that's why in the long term it'll be more interesting to join the internet culture than it is in the short term, mm. is that there there will be less error. Uh, well, when you say error, what do you mean? Um, the let's say I make a claim, the Earth is flat, and then um, I I uh, I defend that claim with some evidence. Um, the the error is, well, how do you evaluate evidence? You know. So who proved that claim? What's that? Who proves right from wrong? What is factual yeah. and what is invalid? And uh, yeah, more more validity than facts. Like m- more of given that something is true, does Excuse this me. other thing directly follow from that thing? Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, go for it.
fireplace. And, um, hmm? huh? They're just driving from like Okuito. Oh, wow. I just didn't want to miss it. Like, I didn't want to leave them outside. Sorry. Are they almost here? Internet. I'm saying I hate everyone on the internet. Fuck the internet. Fuck podcast. Fuck. Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. Okay, new question. Go. If you had the ability to change your gender in the following way, mm-hmm. it's permanent, uh-huh. and you don't have any history of your past, okay. would you do it? Yes. Why? Uh, Male privilege. Male privilege. Exactly. That's to me. I mean, that's the logical answer. Okay. Now. I've always wanted. I cannot like low key, low key, high key. I've always wanted to be a boy. Uh, I didn't like try to. um, In this day and age. But I don't. I don't want to be. Honestly, like now, I don't want to be. If it was easy and just like quick and dun dun dun. Take a pill. Wake up. Uh yeah maybe actually no I love being a woman I enjoy being a woman yeah there's a lot of parts of me that I enjoy and I enjoy being a woman I feel like. And this, sorry, my, the mic was there, so it probably sounded this good. Is, no, it's fine. Uh, this is a sloppy, dirty kind of. Okay. A male. Being a woman has privilege right now because they're overcorrecting. Right now, as a Saudi woman, as a Saudi woman, right now, right now, they're overcorrecting for the lack of rights before. Yeah. That it's it's very much good for me to be a woman right now. Mm. They're just hungry for them, you know. They're, they're <laughs> like, okay, if like the office has no ladies, they're like, okay, bring them in, bring them in, bring them in. So Are you talking about career wise? Yeah. Yeah. Specifically career wise. Hmm. Um, and socially, like women are given a lot of rights now. Like lives are a lot better for women now. Uh, maybe arguably because then women had less responsibility and like no no they had responsibility but they weren't account like accountable if if that made any sense like they had a lot of purpose like honestly like i always look at my grandma as an example she didn't finish high school she got married had children but and not to say like obviously i'm biased because she was raised this way maybe she was like brainwashed in some sort of sense but she had a very loving husband who supported anything she did uh, she raised children with a lot of authority in the house. She was the lady of the house. She had a lot of drive. She had a lot of motivation. She woke up every morning at a certain hour. She like she she, she had a happy life. So I guess it's it's also just the definition of happiness and definition of success. Like to me, a modern woman, everyone is expected to have some sort of career aspect of success mm. to be content. So now I strive for a career because I was born in this age. But if I was born in her age or before then, I wouldn't have striven for a career. So not having a career wouldn't have seemed like a loss to me. Yeah. Which which I feel like is very controversial to say because people are like, oh, that's just like, that's even more so like how little rights they had or whatever. But no, they, it, it's, it's, life is a balance. Yeah. There, you, you, you pick a role that you feel comfortable in. You become proficient in that role, whether it be a businesswoman or a doctor or a mother, and, and that and that role satisfies you and feeds you. Mm. Um, whether it be financially or hopefully both financially and 
like metaphorically your soul like it feeds and your also soul food it'll give you food it give you food yeah financially <laughs> means food yeah financially means roof and food livelihood that's what it means as long as we live in a capitalist society but yeah so that's the thing it then again being a housewife gives you livelihood gives you food gives you a roof mm. you don't need to spend anything mm. you're getting spent on yeah like now my and then after my grandfather passed away my grandmother she started working so my grand my aunt she has a like a a clothing line not a clothing line but it's like a cloak line abayas is what we wear so she has a store okay and my grandma she goes and she works at that store every morning and every evening mm. twice a day she goes there she goes there she works she sells abayas to people she doesn't need to mm-hmm. oh just yeah but she just wants purpose purpose after that's my, huge she found purpose. She mm-hmm. she reiterated. She readjusted. She found purpose again. Her life became full. Hmm. She has grandchildren, but she can't just always depend on her grandchildren to be there or her children to be there because they have lives of their own. So she made a life of her own. And she's honestly very strict with it. You know, like if I come around like right before she's supposed to go to work and she hasn't seen me all day, she's like, oh, I miss you. I wish I can stay, but I have to go to work. And hmm. is it, like no one's keeping, she's working for her <laughs> own daughter. No one's keeping her accountable. Right, right. But she loves it. She yeah. runs it. The staff, like the girls who work there with her in the store love her. Mm-hmm. They miss her when she's gone. When she like goes on vacation, like when she comes to visit some of us, or, like she came to visit me once or something for like a week or two, she misses it. She's like, I miss the store. You wow. know, she just works. <laughs> she, but that's it. That's the thing. Yeah. That's part of enriching your life. Yeah. And whether it be career-wise, success-wise, education-wise, status. Like um, I was watching something and they were talking about status. And like how she, that's what she was craving. You know, she was craving status yeah i was like honestly in some sort of sense i crave status but i don't crave status as like a title i crave status as in i'm liked by the people around me because that's a type of status Mm -hmm. being like known to be a kind or generous person or to be a good person or an intelligent person that's social status that's social capital that you gain from the interactions that you have with people from the conversations or the 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 impressions you give to people Mm. As part of the social capital you give and receive. Right. I agree with that strongly. I, I, I crave status in a very um, transparent way. <laughs> <laughs> give me validation. It, it, now. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is super clear to me uh, that there are certain types of uh, uh, aspects of my life that are extremely fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And then there's other things that it's like, oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so for the extremely fulfilling things... You know, it's it's a pretty aggressive sprint. Yeah. <laughs> and what's funny about that is like... And that's passion. That's what that's how is. passion moves. Well, it is, but, you know, it's like, who knows what's to come? You know, who knows what I'm missing? You want to check on those dots? I thought that's what you were getting ready to do. You were just stretching. So will be fine. Yeah. Nothing bad's going to happen to him. But, yeah, there. Um, I think status is the main thing that we seek. Have you ever uh, been interested in um, primatology, primates? Not anything. Yeah. Tell me more. I am, well, now I'm interested, but I never studied. But here's the blueprint of why it's interesting mm-hmm. is that uh, human beings are primates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's other primates. Mm-hmm. But these other primates are socially, each of them have some similarities to humans. So it's a way of observing, amongst other things, social structures mm-hmm. without any of the ethical issues of experimenting on humans or even just watching humans in a creepy way. 
-hmm. You can just see how those primates interact with each other. Mm -hmm. And then um, sometimes it's a good model for human behavior. Sometimes it's not. But you're right. And, and it's interesting that we went from, would you like to change your gender to this question, to this? Because, would you like to change your species? Is uh, the next question. No, no. <laughs> Um, gender and mating rituals is a big part of how we observe animals. Extreme. And how we observe, yeah, and how we observe the human and human and interactions how and social we... hierarchies. Oh yes. Who is the provider? Huge. Who is the giver? Who is the? And it's always based on gender: the female, the male. Hmm. Well, primatology, I think, would be enlightening for that because it, not in every primate species is it male dominated. Interesting. Yeah, there are many. Uh, I I know at least one. I think the bonobos are one. What are the that bonobos? Are, they're primate that's a female-dominated society. So a lot of weird, weird stuff happens in that society. Uh, the way they deal with conflict yeah, isn't with see, aggression, for instance. Weird, because it's just not the normal that we know. It's not weird. Mm. It's just the way they've developed. And that's what's mind-bending about it, because. <laughs> <laughs> One, it's mind-bending that you're looking at monkeys or apes. But but also, it's that it's completely, it's not something that humans chose. Like, oh, we want to set up, like a lot of people do this in a culty way. We're going to set up a cult that is female-dominated, or we're going to set up a, this society over here. And just, it's more but like, no, this is already happening as soon in nature. As, as, yeah, but that's the thing, that they're, when they're naturally isolated, then that can happen. But as soon as globalization or socialization starts to come into a male dominant society or there's the remnants yeah. of people's psychology of a male dominant society you, you forfeited what you're trying to create yeah it's, not it's very out. unique for it to be isolated by nature yeah and that's why you can't in humans it's in unique. humans yeah. in but humans not, not bonobos not bonobos and by the way i don't know shit about <laughs> these are things i remember based off of maybe a conversation five years ago but it was dope and you know anytime there's a discussion on gender i think it's worth bringing up because in gender in humans because it does not play out the same way for all apes um Okay, I think it might be time for the most important question in the universe again. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready for this one. I think I've got, wait, I, I wrote down this one. It's, and you're going to be mad when I tell you what it is because it's not something worth writing down. Uh, <laughs> Where are we? The most important, coming up. The most important question is very important. Uh, fast or slow? <laughs> I can't answer that question. You have to. This is the most important question in the universe. No. I can't answer that question. Why not? Because <laughs> proficiency is the ability to switch between the two. Okay. That's, that's when you know you've got it. Mm. Is your acceleration points? How can how fast like that's how, that's how you that's how you know like what's a good car and what's a bad car? How fast can it accelerate? How fast can it decelerate? Right? Sure. That's a that's a that's like the hallmark of a good vehicle. Assuming we're talking about a vehicle. Assuming we're talking about a vehicle. And that's metaphorically. Metaphorically, sure. Okay, fine. Fast and slow. That's a horrible answer. Normally, I wouldn't accept that, but in this case, that's right. <laughs> but don't you think it makes sense? Let's talk about it. It's fine. 
Okay, fine. Yeah, it does make sense, but it makes sense in almost every most important question in the universe exactly. to choose both. Now, the one. But I'm not choosing both. I'm telling you, I'm giving you a very direct answer. You got to choose one. That's not a direct answer unless you no. choose one. I gave you a very explicable, explicable explanation. You're not happy with this explanation. No. Listen, I'm not a bonobo, okay? This ain't a female-dominated species, so... Okay, listen, listen. (laughs) This house is. (laughs) (laughs) This house is, to be fair. We got mamas everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere or just one? How many... What what, what are the ones I don't know about? (laughs) Maybe jelly popped some out in the streets, you know? Nah, I would have I would have noticed. I would have seen that. I would have seen it from a long distance. Oh, actually, you know what? I wanna do uh see if I can I have an answer to your whole dialect thing in my head, mm. but I don't know if it's that good. So I'll tell you that one and try to search for a new example. But one of them uh, it's a lyric. That's okay. that I I spent time writing in a dialect because I thought it would be better. Uh, and it's 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 from uh right way okay so there's a the 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 um i don't know what's right before it but it's uh and i'm gonna say it wrong but you know i'm not rapping right now Uh, but the words were rent check might bounce but my baby butt keep bouncing okay (laughs) one thing that i did to make it a dialect was baby instead of babies and then also the delivery. I don't remember the delivery, though. But that is an example of intentionally le- leaving something out because it would make it proper in the slang, although it would make it improper in the normal. Or like leaving out like an uh or a the. Or an uh or the. Or bouncing instead of ing. Or, you know, those are. Yeah, like literally just dropping it in. Yeah. Um, but the main thing is like, what is allowed? What are you What are you even allowed to discuss without before you break a rule? You know what I mean? So, so the biggest thing are just. I think rules are very much allowed to be discussed. Like people talk about their accents a lot, or like people who, because accents are very much a thing over time and over space. Hmm. Well, what I mean is that if I'm, there's like taboos in 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 the cultures that the languages have. So it's like you're saying it's taboo for you, for example, to speak like that or drop those letters in a non-black setting. Well, more generally, it's taboo to say anything related to sex. Whereas in the black setting, it's super normal. Is it weird to talk about sex? In the Arab setting, for sure. I would say in proper English, yeah. Really? It's pretty weird, yeah. It's something, it's considered not really, you know, you're not really supposed to be doing that. I think my friends talk about sex a lot. Yeah, but they're probably not, you know, working at Oxford. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i guess uh, but also that just comes from eurocentrism hmm. and yeah, yeah. christianity taking over like old white people rule still because well, when you say proper that's what you're saying it's imitating them you're well, conforming to their standard yeah which but, they have made legitimate on an educational perspective because they have legitimized education Yes, but there's also the um, the kind of engineering side of the discussion, which is 
not who's who, but what worked. Or, like, does something achieve a goal? I don't agree. I don't agree that it achieves it by based on what works. I don't think we'd still be, I don't think the world, most of the world would be speaking English if we were basing language based on what works. No, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But given. It's just who won the war. Right. G- given no, it's who that's had what I'm the saying. money, boy. No, I agree with that. Given that history is what it is, in the present moment, this is what works. If history were different, then something else would work. This is what gives you the most social status. This yes. is what deems you or makes you look like you are the most educated. Well, yeah, but being educated isn't necessarily even a good thing. I don't think in the black community, so it, it loses you social status. But you're saying that you're not around the black community that much, so you're just always... Yeah, outside of it, You're evolving yourself to a specific perspective. Yes, and also, if I were in France... Or trying to even prove yourself outside of a specific perspective. No, I think the the best thing is to... uh, What is the... So, uh, outside of the um, uh, proving anything, there's use for uh, speaking in, in specific dialects that has to do with efficiency of your own mind mm-hmm. and it's if if it were all open court and there were no um languages in existence and there were no um cultures behind those languages mm-hmm. then probably something closer to mathematics would be the best way to speak but given uh, that they already exist you're agree. operating in the context of things already existing That's true. you know but then again it's history is written in the name of victor's bro it is. It it does exist, but it, the spread of it and the power that those the the power of the people of those who possess it and the clan mentality and the holding on to culture and tradition doesn't make it flow that way. Does it? People don't always think about proficiency. We're not rational creatures, not by the, not by the slightest. No, but it's. Um, I think the uh, given a starting point. You can make a rational decision from that point. Yeah, but I think again, egos. But if people it want to hold yeah. on to their own, people want to celebrate their own. Mm-hmm. They wanted to teach English. They didn't want to like. They didn't want to discover places to learn from them. They wanted to discover places to reap from them. Right. So that shows you that they were just their ego was so big, saying. What we do, the way we speak, the way we dress is the best way possible, and this mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. Yeah. That's what proper is. <laughs> yeah, but I, I disagree. Love- I think proper is anything that meets the requirements of the people who use it. The majority. Of the no, majority no, no. of your environment. I think you could speak proper slang. Yeah. Which can. I think is the, uh, the example that I gave. So it could be more proper. Why? Because it's closer to... The, uh, the, the the standard set by the people who use it. Mm. Just like you could speak, speak proper French and it wouldn't be anything close to proper See, English. This fascist view of language is really disturbing me that you have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm a top fascist. You really are. <laughs> America's really brainwashed you that way, huh, boy? Now listen, you know, because not just I'm America. From, it's just different. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's very respectable, like, even within the same city, knowing that this person's family is from a certain background or knowing this person's from, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, she's from there, so she has a little twang. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not better or worse. I agree. It's not better or worse. It's just better at doing things, doing some things and worse at doing other things. 
better and Which worse kinda, at communicating to specific groups of people and other specific groups of people? Yes. Yes. And that would be doing things. I mean, yeah, Transmitting but that ideas. just means that you need to conform to where, whoever you're speaking to. And that's what if, happens a lot in the, well, that's what actually happens a lot, a lot in the Arab community. Like when, when my father, for example, when I or my father is speaking to someone who is from a different dialect, speaking in their dialect, switching my dialect to their own isn't a form of me mocking them. Like, for example, if a white mm-hmm. person yeah. or a non-black person would come mm-hmm. up to you and would speak to you in a very, like, observant black dialect. Yeah. That would be offensive. That'd yeah. be rude. You'd be like, what the fuck? Uh, a little bit. I don't know. It would be... Int- well, what I would want to know is why they're doing it. <laughs> See, but there... <laughs> it would just, depend. It was just... There, it's just a form of bringing communication closer. And you wouldn't speak in like their dialect fully, but you'd say like certain things in their dialect just to bring it closer. Or sometimes fully, just depending on how close you are to this person or how well you know that dialect. Yeah. Like, I speak Egyptian fluently. Because I speak to henna in Egyptian. Yeah. I don't speak my own dialect to henna. Mm. But, uh, for example, the, the to Faisal, I speak my own dialect, even though, because we're both from Saudi, even though his dialect sounds a little different, Yeah. I speak. I still speak my own dialect because it's just closer. Mm. I, I actually catch myself saying words like his, or he catches himself saying words like mine, just because we interact with each other. It's just yeah. language. It's just shared. We're mm. getting the point across. So you try to bring it closer yeah. either by them bring coming closer to yours or you coming closer to theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we agree on this point that none of the dialects are any better than any of the others. I think <laughs> you kind of low-key think so, but you don't want to say you do, but yeah. I do agree that none of them are better at any of the... I, but here's where I maybe we disagree. They are better and worse at doing specific things. I mean, yeah, so it you depends definitely on what you don't want to write an essay in like slang. Right. And I would say if you're spending 99% of your time in slang, then you're probably going to speak in slang as your native. If you're spending 99% of your time not in slang, you're probably not going to. But those are equally, that's the same situation. One's not better than the other. I guess that's what people who are like, the stereotype of like a nerd that spends a lot of time with their books who just doesn't know how to communicate hey, with other listen, people. That's me. That's me about three years ago. Because they spend so much time <laughs> with their books, they speak in a certain volume of people who might be in a time before them. That's what I'm saying. Dialect yeah. is also across time and across space. So how am I the fascist? Why isn't everyone a fascist? Everyone's a fascist. Oh, okay. Then in that case, yeah, I'm a fascist because everyone's a fascist. I think everyone is a fascist. I think everyone with an ego is a fascist. And if I have an ego, then yes, I am a fascist. Listen, I got the biggest ego you've ever seen. Okay. Is that so, true or false? Uh, <laughs> Compare me to. Uh, actually, I'm not going to name a name. name. What are you going to say? Come on. What the fuck? You can't do that. Nah, nah, it's cool. No uh, disrespect. Shouts out. Ego. Hmm. I no, think I, don't I think, think so. it's a burden uh, because I don't. I Actually, would no, not you, have it. you do have an ego. I do. You do have, but a it's ego. it's necessary. I think it's but more. You do have to. Need, you need an ego to survive. You do. You you need to be in conflict with your ego, but you need the ego. And uh, I would prefer to simply be, uh, rec- like, I don't know, recognized for 
things that I do well and that be enough. But uh, there, I think the ego is important for is advocating for oneself. If you're going to be dismissed in some way, or then you got to be like, okay, it's not enough simply to do well. I, it's you also got to be loud and do well. Like you know, self promotion is a good example of the benefit of ego. If you're in a capitalist society mm-hmm. and you need to market. Yeah. Having an ego is to your advantage because now you're you're willing to promote yourself where someone else wouldn't be. My first home interview, they wanted to they wanted me to like to speak about my achievements and literally just like list them out and talk about them, and I had such a hard time doing it. I yeah. cried. Oh my gosh! <laughs> how old were you? Or how long ago? <laughs> I was thirteen. Okay, maybe the pressure was part of the reason why you cried. It was a lot of pre- I just didn't like talk and I at that point I really didn't like talking about myself. I like talking about everything else. Yeah. I really had to practice talking about myself and put myself in positions to talk like sell myself basically. And America's really taught me to do that because people do that all the time. Yeah. Like always talking about what they've achieved. And sometimes like I realize that I do it to an extent that I don't like. Yeah. But that's something that I had to grow into. The first time I had to do it, I cried. Mm. I cried like five random cameramen in my house, my mom, my dad standing right there, and me in tears. Wow. Just holding, Did a, they film holding you a portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> they cut that shit out there, like, okay, we'll just like put it on a slideshow or something. Like okay. What was in that portfolio, by the way? Not to um, make you relive the pain. <laughs> no, like, now it's easy, I guess. It's like far gone, I guess. It was really simple stuff, like a lot of volunteering, um, art exhibitions. I've contributed to um horseback riding um, horseback riding that's interesting um like conferences and workshops i've contributed in or participated in uh i talked about like that philosophy club a little bit because i eventually like was the person that was running it for a while uh talked about like school achievements and stuff mm. school like sports teams like volleyball and basketball it's like everything about my life basically and i'm just like i don't want to put all this out there why am i talking about myself why do people want to hear this i don't give a shit they probably don't give a shit either i don't know it was just i remember that so vividly it was so horrifying i was just like i was talking and i just felt the tears running like i felt nervous in my stomach but i didn't realize i was crying to like the tears were just like already there. I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? Like in my head, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember it so vividly. And my mom brought it up actually two days ago. She was like, remember when that happened? That was funny. I was like, no, that wasn't funny. Wow. That was really horrifying. <laughs> you know what? It's so I have a way of saying the same thing, which is every chef feels like a sheep. Um, which is to say, what it actually takes to do something, in a lot of cases, what it actually takes to do something or to be great at something is completely focusing on like being disciplined, recognizing the things that make you weak and fixing them, right? And then also enhancing and maintaining the things that make you strong. And also bending to someone. Like you have to kind of accept that you're bending someone else's will. Like we're yeah. saying the form of conformity. You're saying that you have to practice something into a specific role. You're bending. What what makes you wrong or right is bending to someone else's rubric or category. Right. So that's it's not how you innately are. It's yeah. that you had to work to fit in. Yeah. Or, so, or yeah. like that's my hardest. Like not finding a role model and also coming to terms with conformity is 
why why this why them why did they decide this yeah. why do i have to do it this way i don't know it kills me Mm. Yeah, it, it doesn't it's really kill me. hard to like. <laughs> in that way, I am a fascist. It doesn't kill me. It's it's really hard <laughs> for me to put myself into something when when I when I have those doubts. Yeah, which constantly like, which is harder, especially when it's like comes to family and friends, because that comes off really. Yeah. Even though you're just trying to be rational, you're trying to make the best decision possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't think I'll ever be passive in my lifetime. As calm as I am, I don't think I'm passive. Why not? What's the difference? You think I'm passive? I, I listen. No, I don't want to weigh in. I don't want to. Okay. I want you to. You've interacted with me quite. No, you. No, I don't think no, so. No, I'm very confrontational. I say things out of my. I don't let things slide for the most part. No. I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> I listen. I'm about to cry. Okay, the way you felt when you were 13, when you had to self promote. That's how (laughs) I feel right now. No, no. When you ask me about you, don't. We don't have to. (laughs) No, 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 no. We don't have to do that. Don't worry. No tears here. Uh, Yeah, passive and active. I don't know. I don't know exactly what you mean. No, so you're sheep. Your, your sheep's pretty cute. Thank you. It's designed to be cute. That's the yeah, idea it's behind it. Innocent, yeah. It's not supposed to look like uh, aggressive. It doesn't even really look like a sheep. If it we looks put like eyebrows on it. Okay, look no, no, mad no, no, or no, something. Wanna, let's not go in that direction <laughs> right now. Okay, we don't need any stress. The sheep, <laughs> the sheep is supposed to be just you know the layman, the norm, the nothing, nothing positive or negative, just. The norm. The next. Yes. Whereas the chef is more of, you know, creating, you know, putting some things together. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, Mike. I see what you're saying. So, you know, I rep the sheep. It's kind of like the idea of um, he who knows the most knows they know nothing at all. It's that kind of attitude where, you know, (laughs) if if you're a true chef, then you know that you're not really doing anything. So in that sense, you're a fucking sheep. That's right. Hello. By the way, we already technically closed off the thing thing. You ready to wrap it up? Yeah, whatever you want. Because I think you have company. I do, actually. Yes. I actually need to um, be doing this whole camping thing this weekend. So hopefully nothing bad happens. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your time. All right. Strawberry blueberry. One berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? Bucket naked doing mathematics. Hey, dynamic, I don't mind static. Hey, can't deny it, I might die tonight. Hey, every rainbow's just white light. Uh, keep my toppings on topper. Helicops, helicopter, draw the whole lot, cartographer, think about dots, philosopher, check the bars with a barometer, not a day without chefing, that's negligence. 
Don't trust what I say, check the evidence. It all depends on the mold you were shaped in. What you make from the leaves that you break in. Either you get it or you don't. Either it's burnt bread or it's toast. Either a wavelength or a note. Either a joke or a real quote. Either use it or lose your vote. Strawberry, blueberry. One berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? Not the most musical, more Dr. Seussical. All my work's useless, I keep my dick usable. I'm a nuisance, the proof's in the juices. Finish all your trick and your sick fig mutants. She smoked that estrogen and progesterone. Threw it in the vape, took it to the dome. Fuck it, I might hit the testosterone. Chef's cut, dopamine with some melatonin. I can't tame it if it's too tame. I can't name it, it's a new name. Left right when the life came. Every night play the dice game. Draw the line through the right planes. Is it mean if I don't mean it? What's a fucking mean mean to a deviant? And not to diss you, but you stop chefing. I don't miss you, I have no tissue. Strawberry, blueberry. One berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? I keep it one more than a thousand. I see these sheep charged up, keep it rounded. Somebody show these where the pound is. I think the kitchen's getting crowded. Same place, different state. Same shit the chefs love, the sheep hate. My beats in a briefcase. Never cheap with the beefsteak. Nothing free in that sweepstake. I think they're locked into the optics. I'm like the opposite. I'm like their compliment. I'd rather say a lot with a little. Sold the violin, got a fiddle. If you don't experiment, you don't walk. You wanna talk? Are you really about the chalk? Then please shut the fuck up. Enough is enough. Sheep ass arguments, get your tongue cut. Strawberry, blueberry. One berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? 